1: Christmas time may always be the saddest time of year But if misery loves company, let's play at solitaire If you've any thought to our forgotten dream Here's a swallowed prayer and not so silent scream Please don't chop another Christmas tree Please just let her live and let her breathe Spare the little flower as you didn't spare my heart Tend each thirsty flower, don't tear her apart Please don't axe another evergreen Please don't make that cut however clean Bless each fragrant nettle and how happy she will be Cradle every blossom and kiss them for me Please don't slice another Christmas fur Please don't kick another to the curb Put away the hog's head and the fetish for the flesh Death is no requirement for your happiness Don't kill another living thing Please don't sap her veins But let them sing Don't tether her branches To the chair or kitchenette Whether our romance is a thrill or regret Squeeze another Christmas clown Just to build her up Then break her down Please don't slowly starve her Whilst the party rages on I know what it feels like To shiver in the sun please don't chop another christmas tree every wild soul craves liberty cherish every being any species any size i'm a weeping willow yet i still empathize so though you've got your life and family though you've chosen and it wasn't me In misery, oh, please. Oh.
2: Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. What you heard was Christmas Dirt by Nellie McKay. I would like to do a shout out to two loyal listeners out there. They are Gina and Dawn. They both donated some money to the Music from the Goddess's Vault GoFundMe page. Now I can finally get this podcast, a website, and a blog. If you would like to donate some cash, you can either click on the link on the show notes or go to the GoFundMe page and look for Music from the Goddesses Vault. I am going to announce the new website on Facebook and Twitter, so go on to either of them and check back often. My overall goal is to raise $2,000 for the podcast. However, now that I got the webpage out of the way, next I need $120 to pay a SoCAN tariff. SoCAN is a Canadian singer-songwriter organization. Their tariff is more like Creative Commons, a way for me to pay all the musicians that you hear. These people are not rich, they are hard workers like you and me, and this tariff or Creative Commons gives me the chance to play their music legally. I used to pay $105 every year, but thanks to the bully, US President Donald Trump, the so-can tariff prices went up. I don't know by how much, so my guess is right now that I need $120. If you want to donate a little bit of money to the podcast GoFundMe page, please do so The deadline to pay for this license is Friday, February 1st, 2019. Anyway, here are the events coming up, hopefully in your area. If you are a pagan living in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, there's the Edmonton Pagan Meetup sponsored by Northern Gaia, happening on the second Wednesday and fourth Tuesday from 7pm till 10 of every month. Now the meeting place is confusing on which Vox, so you might have to join to find out. It's either at the 2nd Cup at Churchill Square, or on the 2nd Wednesday, it'll be at Tim Hortons on 10665 Jasper Avenue, or on the 4th Tuesday at Tim Hortons on 112th Street and 85th Avenue by the University of Alberta. It's a coffee meetup for all different paths. The only way that you can join is by going to meetup.com and look for the Edmonton Pagan Meetup Group. I have to apologize to all the U.S. pagan men out there, because this next event is for women only. If you are living in California in the U.S., the Daughters of the Goddess wants you to come celebrate Winter Solstice and Lucina, Swedish Goddess of Kindness, Charity, Health, and Protection. It'll be on Friday, December 21st, somewhere in Concord, California. It's best to check back with them close to the date, but you must RSVP before that. For more information on this event, go to daughtersofthegoddess.com. For those of you listening in Australia, on Thursday, December 6th, the Alder Grove is having their word, that's word with the Y instead of an O, web circle at the Alder Grove at the Glen located at 9921 New England Highway in Glenines, New South Wales, at 6.30 in the evening. It's a social gathering that is held on the Thursday closest to the dark moon. They do crafts and rituals as far as I can see from the website. Men, women, and children are welcome and it's free to attend. For more information, go to theeldergrove.com forward slash wordwebcircle.html. All the links will be in the show notes. Before I go on to today's topic, I did read a Vice article called Racists are Threatening to Take Over Paganism. By the way, I did do a podcast on racism and paganism last year. If you read further into the article, they talked about the most notorious alt-right reconstructionist pagan named Shauna Finer. Quoting the article here, Feiner sees Christianity as a violent foreign Jewish religion that was forced onto European peoples. On the other hand, Odinism is the final stage of deprogramming, she told me. Otherwise, she not only offended people of one religion, but two. What do y'all think? I am not going to do another Yule episode, however, I'm still going to play some of that music. Instead, I'm going to focus more on a subject that some not all pagans have a problem with, Christianity. However, the focus is more on crystal paganism, Christian and Trinitarian Wicca, otherwise three branches of paganism with a Christian bent to it. I'll explain what those are after you hear this favorite Yuletide pagan song called The Christians and the Pagans by Dar Williams.
3: Called your uncle Said we're up here for the holiday Jane and I were having solstice Now we need a place to stay And her Christ-loving uncle Watched his wife hang Mary on a tree He watched his son hang candy canes All made with red dye number three He told us niece, it's Christmas Eve I know our life is not just style She said Christmas is like solstice And we miss you And it's been a while So the Christians and the Pagans sat together at the table, finding faith and common ground, the best that they were able. Just before the meal was served, hands were held and prayers were said, sending hope for peace on earth to all their gods and goddesses. was great, the tree plugged in the needle had gone without a hitch Till Timmy turned to Amber and said, is it true that you're a witch? His mom jumped up and said, the pies are burning And she hit the kitchen, and it was Jane who spoke She said, it's true, your cousin's not a Christian But we love trees, we love the snow, the friends we have The world we share, and you find magic from your gut And we find magic everywhere so the Christians and the Pagans sat together at the table Finding faith and common ground, the best that they were able Now where does magic come from? I think magic's in the learning Cause now when Christians sit with Pagans, only pumpkin pies are burning When Amber tried to do the dishes, her aunt said, really, no, don't Father, Amber's uncle, saw how Amber looked like him and like her father. He thought about his brother, how they hadn't spoken in a year. He thought he'd call him up and say, it's Christmas and your daughter's here. He thought of father's sons and brothers, saw his own son tug his sleeve, saying, can I be a pagan? Dad said, we'll discuss it when they leave. So the Christians and now and set together, together at the table wow. Finding faith and common ground, oh, yeah. the best that they were able wow. Lighting trees in darkness, learning new ways from the old wow. them making sense of history and drawing warmth out of the cold
2: When I was looking for information on Christian paganism, I didn't find much until I found three different groups, which are Christopaganism, Christian, and Trinitarian Wicca. Each of these forms of Christian paganism are similar but are different in some respects. The similarity is that Christianity can coexist with paganism. I'm going to explain all three separately, starting with Christopaganism. What Christ-paganism is, is that it's a spirituality that combines the beliefs and practices of Christianity with the beliefs and practices of paganism. They believe in merging Jesus Christ and his teachings with the spiritual nature of Mother Earth. Christo-Paganism values experience over dogma, otherwise it's not forced upon you like most of Christianity has been doing. Rather, it happens organically in anyone who allows the Holy Spirit, Mother God, or whichever Christian deity to speak to and through them. Some Christo-Pagans view Jesus Christ as a god, others view him as the prophet, and there are those that view him as just a cool dude. Being an eclectic pagan myself, I will talk about that in a later show, I see Jesus as a cool Reiki master. Some crystal pagans worship Jesus alongside his mother Mary. If you want to know more about crystal paganism, there are two books that I have found that you can order on Amazon. One is called Crystal Paganism, An Inclusive Path by Joyce and River Hingingbotham. The second one is Jesus and the Goddess, Living into a Christian Pagan Theology by Reverend Claudia Hall. I will be talking about Christian Wicca, but first, this next Yuletide song is one that I enjoy listening to. Santa Claus is Pagan Too by Emerald Rose. Oh,
4: Santa Claus is Pagan too, just like all the rest. And if you are a merry witch, he'll bring you all the best. So get. Back. time is really Yule, and Santa's pagan too. He's got that Buddha belly, and his top's the holly king. You dressed him in that British coat, the cap's a Nordic thing. You took the horns right off his head and stuck them on his deer, but he still flies high like Jupiter with a belly full of beer. Hey, Santa Claus is pagan too, just like all the rest, and if you are a very witch, you will Time is really Yule, and Santa's pagan too. Now, history says Christ was likely not a Capricorn, but if you want to share our Yule, we don't care when he's born. Come celebrate the dawning of the sun, King's bright rebirth, and if you practice what you preach, we'll all have peace on earth. Hey, Santa Claus is pagan too, just like all the rest, and if you star of Mary, which she will bring you all the best. So get that star up on the roof and make those cookies too. Cause Christmas time is really cool and Santa's big and too. Now Santa's way more jolly than most Christians would require. And if he weren't so busy, he'd be dancing around this fire. Yeah, you can call it Christmas, you've got his way outgunned. But just you wait till Beltane, then we'll see who's having fun. Hey! Santa Claus is pagan, too, just like all the rest. And if you are a merry witch, he'll bring you all the best. So get that star upon the roof and bake those cookies, too. Because Christmas time is really Yule and Santa's pagan, too. Hey! Santa Claus is pagan, too, just like all the rest. And if you are a merry witch, he'll bring you all the best upon the roof and make those cookies too. Cause
2: Christmas time is really you and Saturn's big and June. It's time for the Spirit Guide of the Week. This week's Spirit Guide is not only Sumerian, but also Babylonian, Assyrian, Canaanite, Hebrew, Mandian, Persian, Sabaean, and Arabic. She also does appear a little bit in the Christian Bible. Today's Spirit Guide is Lilith. She is the spirit of darkness and night. Lilith has dominion over sexual desires, erotic dreams, and sacred sex magic. She was originally a wind spirit who was associated with trees. One thing is for sure is that Lilith is a wild and free spirit who cannot be chained or contained. In the Jewish Bible, she is Adam's first wife. However, her relationship with him was contentious. Lilith refused to take direction from Adam. She would rather be equal to him than a subordinate. And that's why they separated. In the Christian Bible, Lilith is more of a black Madonna. What you can offer Lilith on your altar are the following frankincense, plates of jam, tea, baby dolls, images of the animals she loves, and trees. You can create a wilderness for her, or offerings may be placed on an altar indoors or outdoors. That is it for now, stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week!
5: is calling us to eat Eden
2: Was Lilith by Windy Rule. I should have mentioned Christian Wicca first, because like paganism, it is an umbrella term. It is based on the teachings and the practices of the Bible, Wicca, Kabbalah, and Gnostic Gospels. Most of the practitioners of this path believe that God is manifested to us through the Father, the Son, and the Mother. To the Christian Wiccans, the Holy Ghost Spirit is female and is referred to as the Spiritual Mother. The popular Christian Bible forbids anybody worshipping Jesus' mother Mary, because she is a mortal woman. Since paganism is polytheistic, Christian Wiccans place Mary on the same level as God himself. Also, the Christian Wiccan view of sin is different from that of the Bible. The popular Christian belief is that we are all born sinners. The Christian Wiccan belief is that sin is created as a result of our actions. There's another book that I found on Amazon on this subject called The Path of the Christian Witch by Adeline St. Clair. Go check that one out. Here's Trobar de Morte with Yule, The End of Darkness. Here's a dream symbol to interpret. Here's another dream symbol with many different interpretations. I'm only going to mention a few here. Today's dream symbol is dogs and dreams. Dogs and dreams usually represents intuition, loyalty, generosity, protection, and fidelity. If you dreamt of buying a dog, it means that you have a habit of buying friendships or buying compliments and favors. If you dreamed of a dog that is vicious and or growling, represents some conflict with yourself. If you had a dream where a dog is barking ferociously, symbolizes your own habit of making demands on people and controlling the situation around you. If you dreamt that a dog bites you on the leg, it means that you have lost the ability to find balance in your life. If the dog bites you on the hand in your dreams, that represents disloyalty in your waking life. If you dreamed of a happy barking dog, that symbolizes your own pleasures and social activity. And to dream that a dog is dead or dying means a loss of a good friendship or your instincts are deteriorating. That is it for this week's Dream Symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming. dog by Lemuria, so the last of the Christian pagan path is called Trinitarian Wicca. They do not consider themselves as Christian Wiccans or Crystal Pagans. Their beliefs are Christianity mixed with Alexandrian and Diana Wicca. Trinitarians work exclusively with the goddess-inclusive Christian pantheon. Otherwise, they work with Mother Mary, Eve, Mary Magdalene, and all the other women in the Bible. Practitioners of the Trinitarian path do celebrate the Wiccan way, observing the eight Sabbaths and thirteen esbits. They also do uphold the Wiccan read, do as ye will, but harm none. Church dogma to the Trinitarians does not have a place on this path either. Some other things that don't have a place on this path are concepts like original sin, salvation, baptism, heaven, hell, and Satan. These are not conflicting topics to Trinitarian practitioners. If you want to find out more about Trinitarian Wicca, you can always Google that, and I do have one link that you can find in the show notes. Here is another myth. This next story comes from themainlesson.com. The website is actually called The Baldwin Project. This story also comes from old Hungarian fairy tales by Baroness Orsi, and it's called The Twin Hunchbacks. Once upon a time, long, very long ago, in the midst of fairyland, there stood an extensive forest, so large that it would take many, many days to walk across it. In fact, it was an enchanted forest, for all night it was the haunt of all the little fairies in the neighborhood. They would skip and dance there all night long and far into the next day, but the moment the noonday sun streamed down upon them, they would all run away and go into bed inside the water lilies and pink lotus and leave fairy rings on the grass to mark the place of their nightly revels. There was a lovely glade in the forest, with a large pond in the middle, and tall dark trees around, which was a specially favored spot with all the fairies and elves of the forest. Three little fairies particularly were there, who used to come here every morning at sunrise and enjoy themselves to their heart's content. They were especially fond of a dance they have invented, which consisted in holding hands and twirling around and singing all a while, Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty. Well, one day, a little hunchback woodcutter, who was out very early in the morning gathering chopsticks, suddenly came upon the lovely glade, and there before him, he saw three little fairies dancing in the ring, laughing and singing, Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty, so merrily that he threw down his bundle and joined in their dance and their song with great energy. He danced so amazingly and amused them so much by turning back some results that they thought it the greatest pity in the world that so brisk a little man should be spoilt by having a great hump on his back. So they took some water from the pond in little golden cups and each fairy emptied her own tiny vessel on the hunchback, singing the while, Go away, ugly hump! Then they again joined hands and danced around him till his hunch had quite disappeared. Whereupon he romped more gaily than before, and was so glad and merry he could hardly sing Humpty Dumpty any more for laughing. After that, he kissed each of the fairies and ran home as fast as his little legs would carry him singing all the way humpty dumpty humpty dumpty springing in the air and jumping over every obstacle so glad was he to have got rid of his ugly hump now this little hunchback had a twin brother just as ugly and deformed as he had been himself and when now the straightened little man came in at the cottage door his brother was very much astonished to see him skipping about without his hunch and he naturally asked how he managed to get rid of his ugly deformity. Oh, said the woodcutter, it happened in a very curious way. I was out chopping sticks very early this morning in the woods when I suddenly saw three dear little fairies before me, dancing in a ring and singing Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty. They were tripping so merrily that the desire seized me to join in their dance. So I boldly took them by the hand and joined in the ring, singing with them, Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty. They seemed like this very much, for when they got tired of dancing, they took some water from the pond and poured it over my back. They sang, Go away, go away, ugly hunch, and sure enough, my ugly hunch was gone. The twin brother was very much surprised at the strange story he had just heard. Naturally enough, he did not quite care about being known as the hunchback woodcutter, whilst his brother looked so erect and handsome. In fact, he was not only jealous of his brother, but most anxious to be as good-looking. He therefore thought the best plan would be to at once seek out the fairies and get them to be as kind and as useful to him as they had been to his brother. He therefore started off at a run for the enchanted glades, determined to get rid of his hump as his brother had done. Unfortunately, he was so afraid of being too late that he ran himself quite out of breath and was tired out by the time he reached the three little fairies, who were dancing and singing as gaily as ever. The poor little fellow could neither sing nor dance and had not sufficient breath left to cut a caper or turn back somersault. This disappointed the little fairies very much. Presently, they all joined hands, taking the little hunchback with them, and began their special dance, singing Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty. But he got so confused and giddy from turning round so fast, that instead of singing Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty, as the little fairies did, he would add, in his effort, to please them. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall." and kept on saying, sat on a wall, sat on a wall, which so annoyed the fairies, that when they took the water out of the pond in their little golden cups, and poured it over his back, instead of singing, go away ugly hump, they sang, hunch get twice as big as before, which it did immediately, and was then such a terrible size, that it was so frightful to look at, and so heavy, that he had to crawl on his hands and knees, all the way home.
5: I as bright as spring Come and dance the wild fairy dance Spin in a circle as fast as light Once you begin you are caught in a trance and the world can grow old in a single night When I closed my eyes to the shimmering light all memory faded and I could see that a mushroom circle of red and white and myriad fairies surrounded me A fairy ring. You won't want to leave and forever you'll stay, where the vision is bright as spring. Come and dance, the wild fairy dance, spin in a circle as fast as light. Once you begin, you are caught in a trance, and the world can grow old in the single night. Those who seek us, surely find us, see the trail we leave behind us. Some bewildered, some in spring come and dance the wild fairy dance spin in a circle as fast as light once you begin you are caught in a trance and the world can grow old in a single night I wandered wander alone to the forest one night led by a music strange and clear if you happen to pass when the moon is bright and the veils are thin you will find me here
2: That was Dance of the Wild Fairies by Gary Stadler and Windy Rule. That is it for the show. Again, I'm your host, Midnight Star. If you want updates on the new blog site, it's best to go on to both Twitter and Facebook. Other than that, if you want to do a shout-out, have me mention an event coming up, have a suggestion for a show topic, spirit guide, or dream symbol, or you just want to like, share, or comment, you can do so on the Music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page, or you can tweet me at Goddess Vault. I'm going to leave you with On Midwinter's Day by Dame the Bard. Blessed be.
6: And his eyes have returned to the earth For three days the sun has been still in the sky But the time has now come for his birth His birth, oh So come all you people, come and sing with me Join our voices and sing the long nights away All over the land a chorus of voices will sing For the rising sun on midwinter's day As they hear the clash of swords For the old king will return Return home So come all you people Come and sing with me Join our voices and sing The long nights away All over the land A chorus of voices will sing For the rising sun On midwinter's day On midwinter's day We'll sing for the rising sun on Midwinter's Day, on Midwinter's Day.